You are listening to Your Universe Reset. Unlocking your life during the lockdown. So, what else did you want to talk about? Um, I might use I might use tarot as a <laughs> analogy for this again. Okay. So, in uh, in the tarot deck, you have four queens. You have the Queen of Swords, the Queen of Cups, the Queen of Pentacles, uh, and the Queen of Wands. Right, and swords are, are thoughts and words and truth, and cups is is love and emotion and nurturing. Uh, pentacles is uh, stability, physical things, money, where you put your time, energy, the things that you build. Um, and wands is sort of the the passion, the fire, the light, the joy, that sort of thing. Um, so, as we've moved into sort of a lot of death energy, um, as we're, you know, closing off these major, major, major karmic cycles, and we're moving in um, to our new timelines, um, we're having, we, we've had to been in a, a Queen of Swords energy, because the Queen of Swords energy, she's truthful, she knows the truth, and she will cut you. <laughs> so there's been a lot of cutting, you probably notice that you're cutting a lot of people out of your life, you're cutting out jobs you're cutting out people situations circumstances all this stuff that's like no longer good for you like you're you're learning to love the sound of your feet walking away from stuff that doesn't serve you um the trouble is is now that you've if you're at the position now where you've pushed through that and you've done all of that cutting you're the queen of swords energy that you encompass is exhausted she's just completely spent it's been a hell of a ride it's all over so as you're moving into your new timelines there's this sense of defensiveness against the next thing that comes because you're so you're so over all the bs that happened before you're so used to seeing these same cycles play out over and over and even though you've cut that old cycle away there's a little bit of disbelief that the new cycle is really gonna really gonna roll in um and so the the energy that we really need to start fostering now is you know putting away that queen of swords energy because she needs to rest somebody's is tired um and moving into that um queen of cups queen of pentacles so it's sort of planting the new seeds and then watering those new seeds um and then sometime after that we'll move into um the queen of wands energy which is the sunlight you know coming down on that new seed and, and, and putting in the passion. So if you're not feeling super passionate about something right now, don't be worried. <laughs> it's just you, you've really come through um, this massive clearing away of all of your old stuff. Um, and now you're planting the seeds and it's going to, it's going to be a little bit slow. Um, it, it's going to take some nurturing. You still have some healing. Like you've got to bring in that healing energy to yourself, um, to the new steps that you're taking. Like you're just, you're putting things in place and you're planning, right? And we're still in this lockdown, right? So it's a good time to just start laying the foundations of things, but not worrying too much that they're not up and running and taking off and lit on fire kind of thing, because there's always calm before proper excitement, right? Like when you, when you get to be really passionate about something, there's always a calmness first where you're sort of laying down that foundation. Um, and then once you've done all that, the queen of swords will come back and harvest and take all the good stuff and cut away all the bad stuff. And the cycle begins again. Um, so right now, right now we're in this phase where we're either ending the kind of cutting stuff out mm -hmm. and then we're restarting with this growth, planting the seeds and, and nurturing yeah. the seeds. Uh, and if you don't know what to nurture right now, right? Because you mentioned before, you know, the, you know, if you're not feeling passionate about anything, if you don't know what to nurture right now, uh, you know, start with you, nurture you, nurture yourself. 
And one of my favorite quotes is uh, by Marie Forleo. She says, um, clarity comes with um, action, not with thought. All right, clarity comes with action, not with thought, meaning that you may not know what you're passionate about because you haven't tried it yet. And so if yeah. you have an inkling of trying something, go ahead and try it, but be open to thinking, well, this may not be what you're going to be passionate about, but at least you're going to know. At least you're going to know if you will be passionate about it. Because you might be someone that for your whole entire life, you wanted to learn how to tap dance, and then you finally do it, and you don't like it, and then you might think, oh, I got to stick to this because it's this always been my dream to always tap dance, but it's okay to find, you know, to, to try it out and then realize this isn't what I want. Or I do, I would love to have the life of a tap dancer, but I don't want to, you know, put in all these hours. It's just not worth it to me. And again, that clarity, you'd never get about it, get that from thinking about it. You'd only get it from the action part. And this is the time to try these different things out. Grow yourself first, if you don't know what to grow. But if there's any inkling of anything that you wanted to do, whether it's learn an instrument, tap dance, whatever it is, learn new language, or there's other stuff that could be associated with that. You know, maybe you want to whole change a career or something like that. You know, that's something that you could look at to help plant your seeds because the timing is now. Everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, many people right now are changing directions because they're forced to change directions. And there's going to be some people that recognize this time as this, this time where my life took a huge turn. And it, thank goodness this happened to us at this time, because if I kept doing what I was doing, I would not have liked where I ended up. But now because of this switch in direction, because I was able to change path, because I was able to find the path, now I'm in a place where I'm a lot happier, I'm a lot more productive, I, I feel so much more fulfilled about things. Does that make sense? Yeah. And there'll be a second wave of that also when people go back to work, there's going to be a lot of people who literally get to their desk and just break down or like are on their way there and just turn the car around and call in sick. Like they're, they're just going to try to go back to what was, and they're just going to be like this. I don't love this at all. I don't even like it. I don't even, you know, there was just a lot of sort of this enslavement that we were just okay with because we didn't, it was what we'd done or we didn't feel we had choices or we didn't whatever. And I think this whole shakeup has shown us, you know, like we got lots of choices. We can go in all sorts of places and come out of it. Um, and yeah, there, there'll be a whole second wave a little later on for the end of the year where people are going back to work and they're just going to be like, Nope. And then they're going to come home and they're going to need to make new plans. Um, Cause they're, they're just not going to stand for it. And that's great. That's fine. Go do the thing you want to do. Oh, what a rebirth that's going to happen for many people. It's, yeah. it, it, for this 2020, this whole, this whole thing is, it, it, it's, it's obviously life-changing. Yeah. Right. But it's going to be profoundly future changing mm -hmm. in people's careers, people's livelihood, the way, you know, and that, of course that will affect your family, affect your relationships, affect your, you know, your happiness, all your health. It really is something that, if you think about it, you know, we're living at the best time possible. And some, and that brings me to sort of the third thing that I was thinking about, and that's becoming the student again. Um, because when you end and succeed at one karmic cycle, it puts you at the bottom rung of a new karmic cycle. So it requires this like absolute humbling of yourself, setting your ego aside, being vulnerable, allowing others to heal you and teach you 
um, because there's no victory in remaining the king of your compost heap. Like once you've decided all these things that you want to cut away, you don't want to be the top guy in the place you don't want to be, right? So once you've conquered one cycle, you have to move on to the next phase of the unconquered cycle in which you're prepared for but have no knowledge of. So it's really important that however high you may have lifted yourself to get yourself to this place because it's going to feel really good and you're going to feel real smart about it and you're going to feel real great that oh, finally I just cut all this nonsense out and I'm going forward. You have to remember now you're the student again. Now you're learning about this new karmic phase that's going to be completely different. And you don't know everything there is to know. And, you know, you're, you're going to learn all the things that there is to do about it. So it's, it's a switch over of the mindset also, because you have to really build yourself up to do this harvest. Like it's, it's a big, especially this time, it's a huge, huge cutting away because it's a huge ending of major karmic cycles for all sorts of people all over the planet. It's a massive one. Um, and some people will remain in their old karmic cycles. Some people won't, won't choose it. They'll, they'll just, they'll just stay where they are and, you know, and, and so, you know, be careful of your choices because this is a big choice to make. And I, I would say, don't go where you're comfy. I would say if it feels comfy, it's, it's maybe not the right thing because the new karmic cycle is going to feel different and where you get your joy from in it is going to feel different where you get your success from your abundance, all the, all the good feeling stuff is going to come from a different place than the places that failed you before. So if something feels good because it's just comfy that you may want to consider getting outside your comfort zone so that because that's what your new timeline is going to feel like it's going to feel different talk to us a little bit about um you know feeling comfy and you know thinking well if i'm following my passion it's going to feel good like talk to us a little bit about that there's feeling good and there's feeling good just like there's feeling excited and then there's feeling excited um you know a lot of times we get there's two different types of excitement there's the type of excitement that comes um from feeling that you're coming out of some sort of deprivation or some hole in you is being filled as opposed to the type of excitement that comes from like following your path and actual true joy. Um, you can generally tell one from the other because uh, one is more calm, right? Like when you feel really, when you're going the right way, you have a knowing and knowing is quiet and comfortable and peaceful and steady. That's what knowing feels like. It feels steady and smooth, right? When you're just sort of excited about something and you're like, you're jumping up and down and you're, you're just freaking out about something. Usually that's because you felt so bad about something. You're just so happy to feel good about something, right? And it's not coming from this even keeled place. So you get this big high and you want to go do the thing and then you try the thing and then you dip or the thing doesn't quite work right away and then you dip or it wasn't what you thought it was and then you dip right? So if you're kind of going on your path, it feels really smooth and steady without a lot of up and down, right? The downs are not very low. The highs don't feel ridiculous. It just feels sort of smooth all the way across. Like it's just sort of like a, a very light breezy ecstasy kind of thing. It's not. Well, it's um, higher. It's, it's a higher vibration. Definitely. Yeah. And so, and I want to make sure everyone recognizes that it's a higher vibration, but as you said, the dips and the highs and the lows, they're, they're yeah. just a lot more regulated. They're not as, there's, they're, they're not as wide. Yeah. You feel yeah. more balanced, right? Like I'm really excited to do the things that I'm going to do and some of the things that I do, but it doesn't feel the same as when, so, you know, when you go to like, um, like a, a seminar, some sort of like self, self-help seminar and people are just jumping up and down and freaking out. 
-hmm. but then they're going to go home and not really do anything about it and be the same people they were before. It's because they were looking at some guru on stage or something going, Oh my God, they're just, they're just filling this hole that I have inside me. And I'm just so excited that somebody can just, just fill this for me. We can just, you know, I don't have to do it. It's just, it's there. And I feel, I feel great. And then they go home and they dip. Right. That is extremely exhausting. Yeah. It's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. The problem, and and I, 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 I only want I shouldn't use the word problem, but if if if, you, if people could recognize that knowing something is one thing and doing something about it is is totally different, yeah. right? It's it's not so much about knowing like you don't have to know a new know and learn a new technique about becoming successful or about you know, whatever you want to master. You probably have already read a little bit about it, probably know about it, but you just haven't applied it enough times. You haven't practiced it enough. And so there's a lot of it has to do with the action piece that's all yeah. that, that, that comes to it. And so when, when someone goes in and see this guru, you know, if you can take that high and turn it into action and sustain that, that's great. But if it's just about, oh, man, I got to get motivated again. I got to go see the guru again. or I got to see a different guru because that's the one that happens to be in town. And if you just kind of just go there, get excited and come home and not take any action, then you're just going to get exhausted. You're going to feel like you're working, but you're not really working. You're just kind of studying. You're kind of doing research, but you're not taking the action. And the action lead is that's what leads to the progression that's what leads to the growth that that that's what really that leads to you turning into a better person becoming you know to actually transforming so again yeah, and that's the thing because motivation is so sexy right like it, it's so much fun it's this flash in the pan little affair but you know then it's out the window in a minute right it's not sustainable like you can't just expect to get up and be motivated and there isn't going to be someone in your face all the time going rah 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 um, it's not a sustainable high. Um, and it's not really meant to be. You're not really meant to soar in that jump up and down, overly exuberant space just all the time. Like happiness is not permanent all the time. Like sometimes happiness is not the response. <laughs> so um, you, you have to, you know, like our, our range of emotion adds depth to our lives. So it's like progress and actually discipline and all of the things that it takes to get there are very unsexy. Um, and, and not so pretty. And, and, but that's the part that actually gets you there. Like, and when you're really going along and you're really plugging along and things are really working for you, your biggest emotion will be calm and peace. That will be the major overriding emotion that you're feeling. It's not overwhelming excitement. That's not the feeling. There is a beautiful, light, breezy ecstasy that just comes with being at peace. And, you know, you know your path, you feel calm, like that, like walking the edge of that knife and finding that balance is just very wonderfully, beautifully peaceful. It's just the best place to be. It feels like love. It just feels like this beautiful, peaceful love feeling. And there, to me, there isn't really any better than that. That jumping up and down stuff, that's just, you know, it, it's just, it's not that, I don't know. It's not that exciting. It stops being that sexy after a while when you realize there's a crash at the end of it. Um, there's a crap. Yeah. There's a cra There's a disappointment. There's uh, no, not always a disappointment, but there, there's a crash, but thing. sometimes that disappointment comes simply because again, you just didn't take that action that I talked about before. If that action was in place. You start seeing progress and it all leads to this fulfillment. Yeah. When you get that fulfillment, that's when you feel that light ecstasy. 
You know, it's not that, that, that jumping up and down excitement. It's that, wow, I'm actually contributing. I'm, I'm providing value. Yeah. Well, in my book, I equate it to like when you come home and your dog freaks out. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you come home and your dog like loses its mind and pees on the floor and whatever, that's not excitement. That's a stress response. That means your dog is super stressed. And what that means is, is that you haven't taken on the alpha role with your dog. And so he feels like the alpha. And as the alpha and you're his pack, you just disappeared on him. And he didn't know if you were coming back. He didn't know if you were okay. So when you come back, he is so relieved that you're just alive, that he just loses his mind and wets himself and all this stuff, right? If you come home and your dog saunters to the door, wagging his tail, looking at you lovingly, you know, like that's a healthy, happy dog, right? So in, in, in that analogy, you can see that like, when we're calm and we're just happy and we're just good, that's the space to be in. When we're jumping up and down and peeing down our legs, that's just a change of pants, right? Like it's not, <laughs> it's not really where you want to be. It's a, it's a response to your stress. It's just showing you like, I've felt so low. I'm just so excited to feel something that doesn't feel crappy. I'm just so excited that I have something to cling to outside of myself, some external circumstance that I can now feel happy about because I don't feel happy with myself already. So usually when you get that overwhelming high, it's a response to an external stimuli that you felt out of control with, right? So it's actually not the greatest response to, to necessarily have that level of excitement. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of just an over-exaggerated response. Like we weren't really meant to like, not that we weren't meant to, but like if you think of like a resting heartbeat, right? Like when you run, your heartbeat goes up. If you're maybe not well or something or sleepy, like your heart rate goes down, but like there's a place where you have a resting heartbeat and that is your normal, regular, healthy space. Right. And that's where you kind of want to be. Cause if your heart race is too fast, you, you fall down dead. If your heart stops beating, you fall down dead. Right. Like there's, <laughs> there's no good going way too much either way. You want just to stay in that steady pace right in the middle and you'll just have a happy life the whole way through. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense what you're talking about, you know, because that, 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 that feeling, that excitement, it feels good. You know, yeah. and, and we recognize and it's something that you want to kind of come back to. But so but, does cocaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, do, so does lots of things that make our brains high, right? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, there, there's a, my, like I've actually been so conscious, especially lately, of just kind of unwillingly or uncon- not unwillingly. That's the wrong word. It's unconsciously getting entertained by social media. Mm-hmm. is because it's so easy to just get lost and scroll and scroll and scroll. And then when Facebook, you know, you see, you feel like you felt, okay, I felt everything here. I'm going to go over to Instagram. Then I'll go over to Twitter. Is it so easy to do that? I put everything, I actually learned this from another podcaster. I put all of my social media um, applications on the farthest page on my phone I have to scroll over a bunch of times and I put it in another folder called addict so that, <laughs> so it stops me from actually going there. Like if I go there, I'm admitting, okay, yeah. You know, <laughs> right. Cause you know, I, the old me used to just wake up and look up my phone and, and 
if I wasn't taking responsibility, I could just stay in bed for half hour. I haven't done anything, but I've just looked at my phone. I, I have not done a thing. And a lot of people yeah. do that. All right. And just imagine how much of life is going by. You're just looking at really nothing. You're not looking yeah. at anything. You're just kind of, it's not, it's not, there's, there's no f- fulfillment in that. Yeah. Right. It's just kind of taking up space. You're, 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 you're it's not, you're filling your mind, but you're not being mindful. Yeah, absolutely. And so and the reason why I mentioned that is that, you know what, this excited feeling that we we're talking about before that makes us feel good. But you know, there is an actual chemical response when you're looking at that. When you look at that, that actually there's, it, it, it actually uh, launches a chemical response that is not uh, too different from any other drug, whether it's sugar, cocaine, or coffee. Yeah. And they so it actually makes dopamine, sorry, they created dopamine feedback loops. There it is. Yeah. The dopamine responses, right? So it just yeah. kind of goes over. And so the more you get into this, the, then it's just going to get longer. And then you're getting this excitement or this, this, this feedback loop just from staring at a computer that's been in your pocket all day. And that can get extremely dangerous because it leads to a very unproductive life. And then an unproductive life leads to a lack of fulfillment later on. But also these dopamine feedback loops, what they do is, is because they are empty and shallow and hollow, you actually feel worse after, which is what makes you crave going forward again to see that next like or to see that next thing or, or whatever it is. They, they did it on purpose. They do the same thing with the, in the gaming, um, the gaming companies and stuff like they're, they, they use the same methods to loop people in. It's the same thing. They're created an addiction. They did it on purpose. It is very addicting. It is very yeah. addictive. And the guy who created it is regretful of creating it. And the people in our society. I know people that won't go on vacations if there's no Wi-Fi there. They just won't go. I was like, I cannot believe that that affects you that way. And I'm thankful that I am not there. Yeah. 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 I hadn't even really thought of that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, my phone would just, you know, immediately in the safe or whatever to hold it. And that's it. I'm, I'm at the beach. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well actually I would have my phone with me is cause I like taking pictures of everything, you know, but, but, yeah. but you get the idea. It's just like, I have had to make this conscious effort to not be on social media that, that often. Cause I recognize that it, it takes up, if I let it, if I'm unconscious, if I just let it go, it will take up so much time that it will get into my product productiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, to loop back to talking about excitement, um, I worry that maybe we overuse the word because I think people just think that they're supposed to be super excited all the time. Mm. And like, that's just not real. <laughs> like, it's just not. Like, would you feel a little better if I just told you right now, you're not actually meant to feel excited all the time. Would that just ease you up a little for like, <laughs> just how you feel about your day? Like you're not actually supposed to be just excited all the time. Like that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. Well, because if you're excited all the time, then it's just not even a big deal anymore. Right. And, and exactly. yeah, you know, it's not sustainable. It's just, it's too much of a high. Like it's too, um, like if you're too, if you're too excited or you're too like sort of, um, on the other end, fearful or depressed or, or, or just anxious, like you're out of control of yourself. 
And that yep. never oh. brings you real joy or real excitement or real balance or real peace or anything of that matter. Cause if you're that high, you can fall. If you're that low, then you're already down there. Right. It's high, but it's, it's very unstable. Yeah. And, and then it's actually, it, it's actually, you're going to fall. It's not if you fall, it's, it's just, you're going to fall. You're going to crash from there, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to be excited. You know, I don't want, you know, but you're absolutely right. You know, you're not supposed to be excited all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a little hard for people to tell the difference between nervousness and excitement as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I love public speaking. I love it. I love getting hired by companies to speak about whether it's sales training or whether it's about motivation. So I am one of those, you know, those gurus, right. That, that help motivate. But I always say, you know what? I want you to take action. Please, please, please take action. You know, of my coaching groups, um, I have, you know, accountability groups where I help people take action towards their goal. And, and mm -hmm. that's all that that group is because left to their own devices, many of them, they procrastinate. But if they know yeah. that they have to be accountable to me and the rest of the group, yeah. then they will take action. That's why, uh, what's that, uh, personal trainers work so well because they give you an assignment and you know that he's going to weigh you and, and test your performance and he's going to know or she's going to know that you didn't do the assignment and so yeah. you're just paying them for nothing so so that, accountability that, is awesome not enough can be said for accountability oh, we do behave differently when people are watching yeah oh absolutely what's the, there's a saying when when human performance is measured human performance improves so measure it be accountable for the those actions you know the only difference between you know, someone that's uh, really good at something and someone that's not is the practice that they've put into it. Yeah, talent goes in there and, and God-given talent and, you know, it, it goes into that, but it's all about the practice. You know, what, 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 someone who's recognized as one of the greatest basketball players of all time, he says, hard work beats talent, especially when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. Absolutely. So something, something to think about. Oh, the reason why I'm talking about my public speaking is that you're talking about the difference between excitement and getting nervous. Every time before I get put on stage, it's exciting for me, but I am nervous. Like I am nauseous before going <laughs> up. But once I'm up, like we're talking 30 seconds in, I feel great. And I, I mean, I'm excited. It's a great high. But I also realize I'm providing a great value as well. Yeah. Well, you're so, slipping into the space that, of your knowing, right? Like that's yes. when you slip into, oh, wait, I'm here to serve. And mm -hmm. that's a different energy than your own thing. Because when you're nervous and excited beforehand, that's your personal thing, right? Like that's about you. But then once you're in front of people, you understand that you're there to serve. And that switches your energy into, into your place of knowing. And that's a calmer space. So that's why 30 seconds in, you go from your personal nervousness um, to your public service. And they're different energies. Never thought of it that way. Yes. I never thought of it that way. I spend the vast majority of the, the coaching that I do, we spend enormous amounts of time on creating, on teaching people to be calm. Like it, it's just, there's not enough that can be said for it. You cannot create or manifest anything of sustainable value if it doesn't come from your place of calm, knowing and peacefulness. Right, because anything that you produce out of a overly elevated or, or under elevated state is not sustainable. 
right? You, you cannot repeat the process because it relies too much on your motivation, on your emotions, on how you're feeling, right? As opposed to that place of action where you're just like, I just know that if I just take this step and I just take this step and I just take this step and I don't get too worried over it, I'm going to get to all the places I want. And then I get to choose when I feel happy or sad or for the most part, right? I'm, I'm just feeling my way along, but it's not this big roller coaster. But we're so used to life being an emotional roller coaster that it just seems like, well, why would we do any different, right? I'm just supposed to be on the high end of the roller coaster. I'm just supposed to be on the exciting end, right? Like excitement is just good stress. It's actually labeled good stress. So it's just stress on the happy end of the scale, but it's still stress. Still stress. Yeah, still put stress on you, your system, both yeah. at, a, at all levels, spiritual all the way to a biological level. You know, there's yeah. a stress there. Absolutely. So... Today, you know, we talked about, we started with, you know, with the responsibility versus the blame. And then we went into kind of like the cycles, you know, how mm -hmm. we're ending one cycle and, and it's time to replant. And there's actually, it's interesting to, to, to know right now, if you're listening to this now, that in the fall, when people start going back to work, there's going to be another kind of uh, end of a cycle sort of thing that's kind of happening or, or, you know, for, for different people. And, uh, Wow. Because people who have been shaken out of their jobs, they're already having a course correct for that. But the people who, who were, you know, able to keep their jobs, um, they're, they're going to they're gonna do what they have to do because nobody wants to lose their, their money or their place in the world right now. But then when they actually have to physically go back and do that same humdrum, they're, they're going to go, nope. <laughs> some, <laughs> not yeah, doing some. this again. Yeah, yeah it's not, no, not everybody. Not it's everybody. never everybody. It's not everybody. No. But there'll be just a second wave of people with that with with that happening to them. Never thought of it that way. Wow. Yeah, because you, you know because we're not all in like we're we're doing this together, but we're all in different stages of growth just because of the way uh, of the work that we've done before, but also just kind of the circumstances that we're in. Some people have to face this face this right away, and some people you know, they're, it's a, it's more gradual because they're able to work from home or they're able to make certain different arrangements. You know, some people had to do a course corrective change careers right away mm -hmm. or they're taking those steps towards taking those, that career. Fascinating stuff. Exciting. But I think yeah. that wraps it up for this week. Awesome. That was so much fun. Yeah. I needed that. <laughs> Until next time, I guess. Yeah. You've been listening to Your Universe Reset. Unlocking your life during lockdown. Music provided by Purple Planet Music.